on last week's Irrevelations. Yeah, God loves incense. God is basically a 14-year-old emo girl. So this is like whenever you burn the candle in your bathroom because you have guests over and you've just been f***ing wrecking it. Uh, now we get to ransom money. Obviously, God is pharmaceutical companies now, right? They peddle this fake bullshit vaccine. Cane sugar. Cassia. I don't know what the fuck Cassia is. Cassia is just a shrub that you find. It's like a fake-ass cinnamon, actually, is what I found. <laughs> It's bitch cinnamon. My concordance specifically says, Onicha, the shell of a shellfish gathered only on the coast of the Red Sea and largely used for Arab perfumery. But it's confusing. I don't know, I think that's how you say that word. Anyways, you. I like that God is just imbuing these random individuals with like masterful abilities to craft things, but couldn't make Abraham not be a cuck. You know, this is that truly Kanye El Yeezy is sort of a medium for God's will in his voice. You know, I don't want to have to keep doing this to you, but if I see another guy digging on Sunday, I'm going to murder him. America has nearly eradicated female genital mutilation. It's Megan a comeback. I know all about it. I know about you're what they're going to do. I know you're fucking no, excited. No, I never have. Swear to bull. <laughs> Imagine uh, my girlfriend's like, hey, can you go get a pizza? I'm like, okay. And then I go out for pizza, and then I come back, and she's like, oh, yeah, I, I, um, I made some chicken tenders. I'm like, what the f***? I am a bastard when it comes to playing The Sims, and I am a more rational god than this. It's like when your cult leader shoots his first congregation. You're like, oh, oh, this isn't just a cool guy. We sing songs out in the woods. We're, we're killing people now, huh? Like, this is what God will do to his own children. He'll kill them for nothing. <laughs> Friends like these, right? I'm glad I'm a Gentile. He was a rich Egyptian for a while. He knows about orgies. <laughs> He's like, I know the slap of orgies. That's two million people screaming, I'm coming. <laughs> and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. Which, in popular culture, is referenced by the musical artist Ludacris when he says, face down, ass up. That's the way I like to f Is God Chris Brown? Is that, uh, when it's good, it's good, but when it's bad, it's pretty f bad. <laughs> Big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. She was getting into like kind of a, a, a Twitter battle or whatever. You know, that's where all political theater now takes place on Twitter. God bless it, of in, yeah. Instead of in the editorial section of the Times or whatever. Yeah, which is so, good for America, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's all out there. It's all, all the hamburgers and all. We'll get it all. <laughs> so... It, she gets into this thing where she's arguing with someone about, like, hey, you know, Israel is... She basically doesn't support the state of Israel, um, which, you know, that's a purely political thing. For people to say that it's anti-Semitic to say that Israel exists, it's, it's stupid, I think. Because there's Jews that think that, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm having Jews. trouble trying to follow. What was her... What was, Like, break it down. What was her okay, point? Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Let's go back. So her point was that, like, yeah, we shouldn't be supporting Israel the way we are, and they're... There was a law that was going to basically make it where states could not use contractors or could choose not to use contractors that were um, uh, boycotting Israel, right? So basically, it was in a way... Oh, I see. It was bringing into legislation that would allow states to not choose someone because of... So discriminate their, based on... So discriminate against a contractor based on their allegiance to Israel. Correct, okay. which obviously isn't okay. Like we shouldn't be doing, we shouldn't be affecting that businesses seems a, that, that way. That does seem a pretty low bar, but I don't know. Yeah. But and and the thing is that, um, like I was saying a second ago, to say that Israel is in the wrong is not anti-Semitic, and anyone that says that is. I mean, is, I honestly not, think it is anti-Semitic. You're against Israel. I don't think it raises no, to the point not. of like racism or is evil, but if it's not anti-Semitic, like there are, I, there are, it's anti-Zionist. That's all it I is. I don't know. I, I don't know these terms of these, these terms you're using exactly. A Zion, come on. I know what a Zionist is kind of. Things. Yeah. They want to go back Zionist to Israel is people that want to establish 
or keep the state of Israel established even to beyond its current borders, right? Okay. So like the their idea of whatever the whatever the Bible, whatever the Torah says is like their traditional boundaries. I, guess. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I don't know anything about it. I, I okay, continue. So they're just saying that no, stop. And there's different levels of anti-Zionism. Most say that there should be a shared state, which is very reasonable. There's Palestinians there. There's Israel. Sure. Well, I guess I know a little bit about it, but th- this, regardless, this, this, this gritty part, yeah. Anti-Semitism is not be having a problem with the political entity that is Israel. Benjamin Netanyahu is a corrupt politician. It's it's all, that's all over the news. Right. It's a corrupt organization. Israel has a lot of issues. Um, whether or not you, you know, I don't want to get into like the whole Hezbollah versus the IDF thing. We don't have to go there. It's simple enough just to say it's not anti-Semitic. There are Jews that are practicing Jews that love themselves that are anti-Zionist. That's a thing. I guess. I guess I can, I, okay. I understand what you're saying, I guess. They're, I want to say they're being racist just because they know she's a Muslim. And so they're saying, well, if she's against certain, you know, people being allowed to, if she's against people not being allowed to boycott Israel, it's because she's it must, she must be anti-Semitic because, of course, she's wearing a, a hijab or whatever. I don't know. I'm gonna fuck that. I don't one know up. what it's called but either. I think it's, she's wearing the scarf. Yeah, she's wearing a scarf. She loves scarves. Got it. And and so they're. I think that they're the people that are calling her anti-Semitic are the actual racist ones. Uh. But the whole thing is they're calling her racist because they said she said, look, there's APEC, APEC, which is a public affairs committee that pays that lobbies right uh-huh. for pro-israeli legislation right and so she's like look at all this money that they're giving to these politicians that are bashing me and then she said it's all about the benjamins which is a puff daddy lyric from a puff daddy song because she's like a millennial right and now they're like well her saying it's all about the benjamin is her uh dog whistling about how jews love their gold uh <laughs> yeah okay so i can uh, I don't really care about the argument, to be honest, because I can obviously see that it's – I think that today it's not about disproving or proving anyone wrong. It's not even about having a logical argument. The whole point is just to sort of discredit your opponent so you don't have to deal with it. You know, Ultimately, it just comes sure. down to who votes or what their opinion is. So if you and I are having a debate and uh, there's three guys watching and I just go, well, you're fucking dumb, and then they all go, yeah, fuck that guy, then that's good enough for me. I don't need to – I don't need to break your points, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll take my prize and go home now. Thank you. So, if you can win that argument for all the idiots out there by just claiming she's Islam or uh, what is it, anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic, yeah. then I don't know. I, I'm not surprised, nor really that uh, bothered by it. It's just sort of where we're at. It's like uh, I, this is a maybe a bad analogy, but I remember people were giving Nickelback shit because yeah. they were. Uh, Doing this, like, uh, I I guess they called it, like, maxing out their levels or some shit. But basically, it's a new sound production that makes music seem louder, even though it isn't. It's just the way they produce their music, whatever. That sounds awesome. So my point is, is everyone's like, Nickelback is shit because they do this tactic that everyone's fucking doing. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, they're still shit, but I think. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I like Nickelback. But my point is, is that um, that's just kind of what everyone's doing to, to, to sort of paint one picture. The other is, like, wrong because... They can dismiss her argument by claiming she's anti-Semitic. I, uh, I mean, it's dumb. That's all I'm saying. I'm not like. I guess. I'm not. Tr- I don't know. It, to me, it's like um, it's like uh, when Donald Trump was making fun of Marco Rubio for needing like a drink of water or something or sweaty, whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. And it was like, well, that's dumb, but it fucking made me laugh. I don't know. <laughs> you know like, <laughs> I, I fuck Marco Rubio for his water habits. I don't know. We can definitely say that. Yeah. Um, so, <sighs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that disrespecting Netanyahu or Israel's current politics is necessarily anti-Semitic unless the reason not. why you disagree with Benjamin Netanyahu and Israel is because, is because you're anti-Semitic. <laughs> it's anti-Semitic. If the reason you're doing it is because you're anti-Semitic, then I would say it's anti-Semitic. Um, wow, that's deep. I, 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 my personal philosophy on Israel is uh, that... Uh, a lot of people complain about the whole Palestine thing. Well, I guess I guess I don't have an opinion. And the more I think about it, I remember reading about like the uh, is it the Seven Day War and yeah. the, uh, the yeah when like Egypt like and that. Saudi Arabia tried to push them into the sea. Everyone, right, right. Yeah, everyone yeah. tried. 
uh, I was like, well, you know, Israel won, so I don't know. I mean, that's kind of if we're gonna if we're gonna say that Germany keeps uh, continues to exist, or you know, because of the land they took during the war, then I don't know. If I don't know, I guess I don't really have an opinion about it. Uh, I do yeah, think I'm, it's I'm... kind of interesting how deeply people have an opinion about it, mainly because I have no idea why. Like when I'll, like you'll just see on a campus like someone spitting on a guy wearing a yarmulke or some shit. I'm like, what? what the hell is this about? Like that's I don't I don't get. That I don't get probably anti-Semitic. <laughs> I would guess. <laughs> I would guess. That's pretty. Uh, like I, I mean, you and I, uh, I've seen a lot of videos on Instagram and Tumblr of like fucking protesters in colleges being like, "You want there to be an Israel? I'll fucking kill you." I was like, "Oh, I don't really." I uh, can't claim I really know much about it, nor do I. Yeah. Care. I yeah, guess. Yeah. I don't know. How, yeah, how high on the opinion? How high on the Israel-Palestine state as far as a. Uh, ongoing, I don't even know if I'd call it a civil war. Uh, would you call like uh, of all the of all the conflicts going on, Israel versus Palestine? Where does it rank? You like ru- versus Russia, Ukraine versus like uh, ISIS? Where are we where are we at? Exodus two. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think that uh, I think that yeah. So that's a good question, and my stance on it, which isn't concrete at all, right? right. I'm kind of like you. Yeah. I do the way I lean is that. They probably need to chill. Uh, I listened. So there's a podcast. I don't think you listen to it. Um, I don't know how great of a human being this guy necessarily is, but he has a podcast called Martyr Made, and it's about um, it's well, it's a historical podcast. But he does a series on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, and he starts with pogroms in Russia before World War II. He starts way back. He even looks at some of the like ancient history of it all. Mm-hmm. But he kind of goes, he looks at what caused, what kind of people were going to Israel to try to establish the state at the turn of the last century. Mm -hmm. Um, And man, these people, it's hard not to just sympathize with them outright. And, and you mean the Palestinians being pushed out of their homes by an aggressive, uh, that part as well. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Terroristic militaristic faction. Yes. But you're talking about people that are coming from towns where they were being wholesale raped and slaughtered. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, is it okay that you're taking these people's land? No. I Is it okay? It, but it's like, what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't At know. A point, I, think, I think if... Uh, I don't know. Well, I can't I'm think of a way to... you asked me what I thought so you could cut oh, me off. Sorry, go ahead, but, go ahead, no, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. no, no, no you no, had something no, no, important no. to say, I, clearly. <laughs> continue. I, I, I'll finish in a minute. So, though, he does... A, basically, the guy does a really good job of telling these... D- individual stories that sort of dive into and show you a picture of the amount of suffering on both sides. And yeah, I want, what I want to do is to sit down at a table with people from both of those places and make them realize that they're all from the same little plot of land. They all worship the same God, literally. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, as we're learning in the Bible and the Quran, it's the same God. They, they're all of the Levant, you know, what, why do we got to do this? Like, we need to figure this shit out. I don't know. Obviously, that's not what's going to happen. But Why don't like, you give they, him a fucking yeah. Pepsi, you bitch? <laughs> it's just, you know, I wish I could. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had you should go fucking you and, Yeah, you would uh, give him a Pepsi and help them solve this beef. I don't know. I, it's uh, insane. There's just there's bad actors on both sides, and there's just a lot of normal-ass people caught in the middle. That's all I, uh, I'm, I'm of the opinion to let the sword solve it. You know, you guys are firing rockets at each other. <laughs> Someone's gonna. Someone's gonna win There's out. There's too many American swords. We over just there, need, I think is the problem. yeah, you know. Ah, uh, who knows? Whatever. I don't care. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm don't kind of a. I'm kind I'll of a. That. I'm kind of a laissez-faire when it comes to civil war and conflict. Someone's got to win. Why? Yeah, why? Yeah. Why? Why? If, if I'm if I'm fighting a guy and some guy wants to help me and if I'm in a fight for my death, I'll take it. Fuck it. Yeah, that's fair. I guess. I, I don't know. I think. I think it's kind of. One, I don't think you can really judge a nation based on its formation, necessarily. Like, certainly sure. the U.S.'s formation was built on bloodshed and uh, terrorist actions against the Native Americans, you know. And Fuck yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was an endorsement. <laughs> That's just what we do. Um, hardcore stuff. It's a hardcore shit. So, I mean, if you're going to I don't think you can complain about Israel having a, a bloody beginning when I honestly don't think there's very many nations that don't start with that. I mean, if you're going to fucking shit on Israel, then you got to kind of shit on the French Revolution and 
uh, you know, the Russian Revolution and shit like that. Sometimes nations yeah. come to pass, and it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's a shit show. Um, and I honestly, I can't think of. I think it's too complex for me to even like think of a funny analogy for. It's just. I'm just I, I just I just I just know that I go on Reddit and I see those gifts of the Iron Dome stopping some rockets. I go fuck. I would not want to be there. I got my own no. school shootings to deal with. I don't have time for fucking rockets and shit. Yeah, that's a I'm dealing with game. I'm dealing with people with AR-15s. Fully automatic. Fully automatic. Semi, super assault fully rifles. Fully semi-automatic. Once they once these school shooters start getting their hands on fucking Stinger missiles, it's over for us. I think a Stinger missile is something that's launched from an airplane, right? Uh, I thought it was a F-22s. shoulder-mounted rocket. Oh, maybe you're right. I don't know. I only know what uh, Metal Gear right. Solid tells me. <laughs> perfect. That's my extent of knowledge on So you're saying you're an expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I invented okay. it. Oh, boy. I don't, I don't like Anyways. talking about Israel. I have no fucking clue. I don't... That's fair. I don't know. Uh, I, back yeah, to what we were talking about, as opposed to your right. your weird anti-Semitic rant you were just on. I'm gonna call it there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw that card. Oh Thanks. fuck! Uh, I don't know. Do you, I mean, we're already skirting the line with this podcast. Yeah, so I, I, know. I don't know. Uh, it's kind wanna... of funny. I feel like it's anti-Semitism. I never understood it. I never, I never had. I had pretty progressive parents to the point that I was almost sheltered from it. I never heard of. I mean, I kind of like people are like talking about like the Nazis and stuff. Obviously, you hear about that in school, and I was like, I don't get it. Why do you hate the Jews? What's what's the issue with the Jews? I know like eight Jewish guys, and they just kind of seem like, you know, they all have curly hair, I guess, and they're kind of polite. I don't know. I don't really have any negative connotation for them. It was um, yeah, they don't even proselytize. I love yeah, it. yeah. Like uh, I grew up around a whole lot of Mormons, and they just kind of seem like sweet kids. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I didn't really realize it was a cult until later. But um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. And then uh, even growing up, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like racism in a sense where I never really experienced it growing up. So I didn't really understand the idea that, uh, you know, you can just have this sort of wellspring of vitriolic hatred for just a group of people. But that being said, I realize it exists now. So it kind of makes me wonder, can you ever really just say, be like, oh, well, she's not saying it because she's anti-Semitic. Maybe she is. Yeah. Yeah, but even if she is, it's, it's still weird okay how to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, but it's so. Uh, well, is it okay to say it if you're saying it from a place of hatred? Of course it is. You know, no, you can't prove some how someone feels. But the words by themselves are not anti-Semitic, uh, objectively. So why the fuck can you take away? Would you accuse someone of it unless it was because they're a Muslim? And so you want to? That's why you think they're anti-Semitic because you're being racist. Uh, well, I guess they wouldn't have said it if she was white. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, they wouldn't have would called her. They wouldn't so have prevalent. called her anti-Semitic. Well, who knows? I'm no shit. Talking. Even if she said the same things, they're being. I'm racist. almost positive I saw an article where they uh, accused Bernie Sanders of being anti-Semitic for having to say. So who knows? I think anyone can accuse anyone of anything. Uh, That's true. They definitely can. That doesn't mean we have to think. I don't that know. It's it kind of makes me think of that uh, the college at Evergreen, you know, where people are kind of throwing transphobic around and stuff like that. I, I don't know. Uh, We'll have to talk, cover that another day, but... Uh, I really don't want to. Yeah, that's not... We don't have time. I don't want to ever. Not even on another day. <laughs> no, we're doing I it. I love, I love I love, the trans movement. Great. I love that it exists. I don't know how I feel about it one way or the other. I don't have opinions about a lot of things. Sure. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. You're just here to make jokes and watch people die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like to stay far, far away. Uh, I'm like that guy that just lobs flaming arrows in the middle of a village and walks off you know an arsonist really i don't have an opinion very definite the the very definition of a (laughs) non-combatant shooting fire arrows into a small town i you know i I just like watching things burn it has nothing to do with a personal grievance against them you know it's like if it's more about the burning got drafted you're like if ted bundy got drafted into the military during a war and he's like no i'm a I'm a conscientious objector. No, no, I just, uh, I mean, it's not a war against brunettes, is it? <laughs> that's a, it's my own personal Vietnam. <laughs> I'll bring <Yikes>. the stick. <laughs> well, this podcast is officially deleted. <laughs> yeah, just burn this whole episode. Oh, fuck. Um, Exodus 34. Yeah, we got a lot to cover today. We're going to finish this whole book up, huh? Yeah, I think we can get through Exodus. I'm eager to get to Leviticus. Let's get into the fucking meat. I'm so... Like, Exodus was great, right? 
It was. We'll see. We that right when it was good, it was good. Yeah, yeah. You know, but now, now it's gone sour. Know, yeah, it's gone stale like a like a bowl full of gold infused water. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep it fresh. Um, and you're trying to tr- drink the rest of it, and you're like, looking. I the thought cup about the... that. How do you? Does can you make? Can you burn gold? It's a liquid. You know, how hot are you getting it where you can, like, turn it to ash? I don't even know how that would work. Well, they powdered it. I think they just melted it down so they could, like, pow- like smash it into pow- gold oh, dust. Oh. Okay. It would be easier once it was in sheets. You know? If it were me, I would have um, taken the gold dust, and I would have made them inhale it by, like, pushing it in their nose so that they have to get in their lungs. If, so I, were all Moses, dead? if I were Moses. Was, <laughs> was, was it Moses trying not to I bet to it would have cured all? their bronchitis, really. Can you have gold poisoning? Uh, no. Okay, Google. I don't think you can. It's not a. It's not a toxic metal. Can I have gold poisoning? I guess they do put gold flake on hamburgers now, and donuts. Yeah. You can have. You can get metal toxicity from it. Can you? It says that hmm. on Wikipedia. Hmm. It says mostly heavy metals. This is a transitional metal, but I oh, think fuck. you can oh, yeah. still do it. Oh, look, your high school chemistry finally coming into play finally get to use i that. only know that because that's what i named the, the last yeah, I week's know. episode <laughs> great yeah anyways maybe you can maybe, do you know what clearly if it is poisonous they didn't have enough because <laughs> there's still juice yep alive today yep. um anyway allegedly <clears throat> allegedly sure they what we've done is we have we've covered this crazy book. Should we, let's should we introduce ourselves? Sorry, Unfortunately, my... you're listening to a Revelations podcast. I'm Cole Deluski. Yeah, it's really sad. I'm Grant Voice. We're the podcast reading the entire Bible for you, and then probably some other books after too. So stay tuned. We're gonna get there five years or so. Hey, four and a half. Yeah, yeah, we're cranking right, through. We're this this is episode twenty two. It is episode twenty two. The big two two. Yeah, my favorite caliber. Huh. Anyways, um, we're a ways into this Bible. We're on what will probably be the last episode about Exodus. Fingers crossed. Because no, we'll get through it. I swear to God. All right, we will. I swear to Rock, I'll do this shit. <laughs> I swear to L. Um, well, okay. So, yeah, we're wrapping up Exodus, which means our next episode will probably be a midweek Exodus recap. We'll talk about the good times of Exodus because guess what? Remember how episode 20 sucked? Hopefully you didn't listen to it. Oh Don't God. listen to this one either. No, we listen to this one. Them. This is the meat. Shut the fuck up about that stuff. You're always. Just, why are you always trying to stop people from listening to the thing that we do? Just, dude. When have I said that? Besides episode twenty and now episode twenty-two, I'll never have to say it again. Hopefully, oh, except maybe yeah. in numbers. Wait till we get to Deuteronomy. Shit's gonna get. This is all the exact same information as episode twenty-two, with a few little frills on well, it. Well, well, well. We'll see. I don't know. I say well, listen to we it. Will. I say listen to it, and I haven't even recorded I it yet. S- and I say don't. Okay, well, flip a coin. Um, <laughs> so we're in Exodus 34 now. Um, obviously, uh, last episode, uh, God and Israel's relationship's a little on the rocks. It is. He won't. He will only let them. Which look is at very anti-Semitic of him. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. True anti-Semitism. Whenever you threaten to kill the entire people. I think only Hitler has reached that point. <laughs> uh, I don't think. I, I think uh, it's God and Hitler. Oh man, I was thinking about that for sure. Uh, about uh, ISIS and their caliphate and their attempt to eradicate Israel and stuff like that. And uh, I guess they've also reached that, reached that point. You're right. Yeah, because uh, I, I feel like God, what with his ability to keep them all alive, is the only person who's matched the intent to eradicate Israel. With the organizational skills and uh, methodology of the Germans. Yeah. God just didn't have the follow through. Yeah. He just, uh, he's he wishy-washy. He was. Yeah. He was very, he, sweet. anyone that gets swayed by I wonder by if 31, Moses had Moses. been there when Hitler was writing Mein Kampf, if he could have saved a lot of lives. Uh, if he had just been he like, have, he, if he'd he just been like Hitler, what will Egypt think? And he would be like, Mein God in heaven, <laughs> I, I forgot. <laughs> uh, that's actually a good point. Yeah. It's weird too because wasn't weren't the Nazis all like Christians for in sure, some weird for way? Sure. They they try to get That's painted as atheists, but they were yeah. they were they, anyway. they were doing it for God, obviously. So yeah, that's a weird weird flex. Um, but yeah, last last uh, episode we talked about how God was angry because they were all having a big orgy and worshiping a golden cow, which by the way was probably 
supposed to be God, the same God who used to be. So it was just they were maybe, technically worshiping, uh, you know, their God, the Lord of Abraham, but uh, they fucked up. Who is also the same? Has all the same origins as like Marduk and um, uh, who's the the one with the B or something? I forget. Baal. So like mm-hmm. they all have the same kind of bullish background. Um, but God got pissed. Moses also got pissed, but not as pissed because he kept God from killing. Yeah, them, he's, broke he only the killed three thousand of them. <clears throat> He break, yeah, that's right. Put them to the sword, Levi style. Uh, uh, Russian Revolution like Dina, style. <laughs> Dina too. Yeah. Um, and so now, right, we're at this point where uh, the punishment has been doled out. God has said, all right, I'm not going to hang out with you guys as much now. Mm-hmm. It's gonna we're be on weird. break. We're going to have, yeah. It's like um, I saw a tweet or I saw a post on uh, Insane People Facebook. Right. And it was this lady. Now, granted, who knows how real this is? But she was like, uh, hey, you know, my husband caught me cheating. And so his the reparations, if I want to stay with him, is that every day for the next two or every every time he poops for the next two years, I have to uh, fillet him while he poops. <laughs> and I feel A like that's where, the, <laughs> that's, an interesting that's where the Israelites are right now. God's like, I'll stay with you. I'm not going to wipe you out. But she's going to give me a for the next two years. You got to prove you love me. Uh, we're in a similar place here with them. So, 34, uh, basically we're like, all right, it opens up. God says to Moses, hey, wasn't cool that you broke those rocks. I liked them. Yeah, those are mine. So you have one night. I want you to chisel more tablets, two of them, two more tablets, so that I can write down the covenant again. Uh, <sighs> so a lot of deja vu here. And it's all the same basic shit. Okay, he's like, all right, well, you fucked up the first time. Now you got to make some more tablets. I'm going to do the exact same shit. You know, it's real important that we have this repetition. And then, and then God says the most uh, confusing thing I've read yet in the Bible, I think. Do, do you know what I'm talking uh, about here? Give it to in me. Verse what are we five? About? Oh, verse five. Or, or, it's verse six, actually. So he says, uh, you know, Moses chiseled out the tablets, goes back up to get the new tablets written on. And uh, God says, you know, hey, I'm the Lord. I'm compassionate. I'm a gracious <laughs> God. I'm slow to get angry. I'm abounding in love and faithfulness. I mean, you know I how main- merciful I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, I maintain love to thousands, technically millions, but he's not a mathematician. He's a God. I'm going to forgive him. Yeah, he's going to run. Forgives wickedness. Yet, I do not leave the guilty unpunished. In fact, I punish the children and their children. Listen <laughs> to the parents. To the third and fourth generation. You know that right? I'm a great guy and I love everybody, but if you cross me, I'll fucking kill you and your mother. You're like, oh, yeah, that's so wise, so, that so be- gracious. That means God is punishing me for my weird Dutch great-great-great-grandfather who stole an apple pie. I don't know what Dutch people do. Uh, Back in the homeland. They, they kill a lot of Cong- Congans. No, that's for no. sure. Oh, actually... That is that's the Belgians, but thank you for <laughs> confusing my people with those horrible Belgians. Which wouldn't make waffles? Belgian waffles? Damn. <laughs> we, Dutch chocolate, Dutch apple pie, right? I thought they Dutch is that win, the ones with, are they the ones with the dyke? Yes, the little boy in the dyke. Okay. Let's see I got you. Oh, maybe <laughs> you can see God being mad about that. He hates dykes. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he, he wanted to flood Holland. And the little boy stopped. Ah, <laughs> I see, I see, I see. New Orleans could have used one of those little boys. Uh, yeah, hot take. Good one. When God went after them. <laughs> For um, America's homosexuality. Tangent, great. Uh, so anyway. Well, that was what uh, Katrina was. Do we want to talk about Hurricane Katrina? To me, it seems like, uh, to me, it seems like uh, it's just your typical um, abusive boyfriend who's like, you know, I'm very, very chill. I'm like, I, I know. I know as you're currently like mopping up the fucking bloody mess that was your eye. Be like, I know I deserved it. <laughs> He's like, this wouldn't happen if you just be good, you know. Stop yeah, texting. Like God wears a t shirt. God wears a t shirt that's uh has like a crusader on it that says, No better friend, no worse enemy. You know, and, like <laughs> has like random crosshairs uh, on it and a wolf, maybe. Yeah. Um, it's basically it's the it's trash and uh, yeah so I didn't really make that connection until you started talking about but yeah and so Moses is basically like that beat up trailer park wife who like just saw that shit go down you know like uh, God comes drunk one night and he's like I'm gonna fucking kill all those kids you see you see what one of them uh, 
fucking doodle on the walls. I'm going to kill her last one. She's like, no, don't do it. I'll hit the shit out of them. And she just goes and starts hitting them because it's better than getting strangled by a fucking tire iron or whatever. And um, <laughs> then he comes oh. back. We're like, you're going to come stay with us, right? You're still going to live with us? You're not going to go? He's like, no, I'm going to live with Stacy, <laughs> but I'm going to come by every now and then. <laughs> and I'm going to punish these kids and their kids. <laughs> um, okay. Because uh, Moses Thanks comes at him all, God. like, uh, apologetic. Like, you know, I know we're shit, but uh, perhaps you could stay <laughs> with us and take us as your inheritance. Mm. And then, and then, yeah, like you said, he goes and beats the kids just because they made the dad angry. Yeah. Uh, good book. Disgusting. A lot of lessons. And so then, immediately, God launches into another covenant because we haven't had enough. He loves that shit. And it's the same covenant that we already heard, right? Mm-hmm. And in fact, the next, uh, I don't know, 20 verses, 15 verses, it's all the same shit. He just goes right back over the Ten Commandments, but kind of out of order and not specifically. He talks again, again, about not cooking a young goat in its mother's milk. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't know I this is, again, like, oh, you know, have you? He's like, he's like, listen, well, you know what it is? It's like, um, so this is God reaffirming his covenant with Israel. You know, we had that fight. Now we're... Now we're, okay, we're going back to being exclusive. We're going to go steady. I'm going to put a ring on it, but here's my rules again, since uh, you don't seem to pay much attention and you're kind of fucking dumb, Moses, you and your people. I'm going to tell you again now that here's my fucking Yeah, all these rules, all these rules that they didn't already have whenever they broke them. So Yeah, so again, again, you're going to have those three feasts, you know, uh, all your kids are belong to me. Everyone who has kids, that's mine now. Um, You're going to have the fucking... uh, donkeys you gotta kill a fucking lamb if you get one whatever uh work six days have one off yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's all the exact same we've read it uh, i've saved you from egypt in case you forgot uh which apparently they did and uh w- one thing i thought was interesting is that it's a um I think they did. very not that this is a surprise but super duper xenophobic he's like okay i'm going to send you back to canaan where you belong i'm gonna take you back to your land of your people but the fucking people in front of you Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck their gods. Fuck their daughters. I fucking don't want you to deal with any of them. They all suck. I'm a jealous god. I only want you to stay with me. And if you marry their daughters, their daughters will play the harlot, will whore out their gods to you, and then make you guys whores for their gods. And uh, you've seen what I can do. Nice. He's like uh, he's like that guy that doesn't want his daughter dating a minority, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... He's just painting, yes. he's painting them with a wide brush, these... Uh, we definitely set up a lot of uh, tropes here yeah. that will play out for the rest of eternity. Yeah. Thanks, God. Like uh, you know, they're you know they're trash people, right? Like yes, God. Yeah, and let's remember, and I'm going to get into this more in the next chapter, but this is all this is all just adopted. It, it's become quite apparent in, in what I've been studying. This is all adopted from other civilizations well, that came before. Them. Um, again, at this time. If you walked in with open arms to the Canaanites or the Syrians or the Assyrians or whoever the fuck was around in these days, uh, they're not going to be cool about it. They'll probably enslave you, rape your wife. Um, you know, I mean, Abraham's a goof, but he probably did have a little bit to fear about them killing him and raping his wife when he was in Egypt. Well, he could have just done what his forefathers did and send all of his wives over to them and pretend they're his sister. Yeah. That always worked, smart, right? Yeah. Um, Abraham did it. So while Moses is talking to God, he stays up there for 40 days and 40 nights, and he eats neither bread nor drink water. And uh, Again. So does God write this out again, or is it Moses? It does. It says, no, no, no. The Lord says to Moses, write these words, for according to the tenure of these words, I have made a covenant. So the first Ten Commandments. Yeah, but, but then at the start of the chapter, it says, you chisel out the tab- tablets, bring them up here, and then I'll write them. Yeah, but then he tells Moses, all right, you write this shit down. So I know, but I'm just saying, 34.1, you chisel them, I will write on them. And then here at the end, it's like, it says, all right, Moses, I don't know, Moses I think, I think God's just a little lazy. Something I thought was interesting is I was almost positive, and honestly, it means nothing, but I was almost positive that the um, Ark of the Covenant contained the smashed Ten Commandments. I mean, maybe in, like, Indiana Jones or something. I don't I know. I guess. I don't know. But uh, we'll get to this. But basically, it's a hard Moses note. smashed the original ones created by God, and now he's up there making a, a copy. Sure. Yeah. But in the exact same amount of time, I mean, yeah. and who knows? I, I don't and it care. takes a long time to get, you know, you got spell check, shit. 
Um, you know, dictated, not read. Uh, so then Moses, uh, he spends up there 40 days. He hasn't eaten and drinking. And he comes down. And I don't know how you interpret this, but his skin was, like, fucking scary, shiny. Well, no, I think... I know what it is. He has the look of a pregnant woman. Oh, he's glowing. It's the glow. Oh, it's the glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he just got knocked up by the cut. Yeah. <laughs> he just fucking, comes down. His his full. cheeks are all fleshed. They're like, what happened to you, Moses? He's like, I was up there for 40 days. They're like, what did you eat? And he's like, <laughs> he just wakes up. They're like, oh. 40 days, which coincidentally is exactly nine months. How long it takes to have a baby. Uh, check. Yeah, that's, that scans. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, it the months were shorter back then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so Aaron and all the people, they see him. They're like, fuck, what's wrong with your face, bro? Like, you're fucking shiny and shit. And he's like, I just got finished talking to God. So he comes down. He tells them all the rules. This time, really, I, I want to make sure. It's like when you get, like, an infraction at work. Yeah. And... You know, so first, you know what it's like? Okay, you start a new job, and there's that orient- Tell me what it's it's like. that orientation where they, like, hand out all, like, the rules and shit, and they're like, okay, familiarize yourself with that. And you're like, okay, fart, and you just throw it away, you know? And then sure. you put a plan on your desk, and you don't really think anything of it. And then, like, the next week, you get called with a meeting, and they're like, you know that there's no plans allowed, right? Like, I, uh, I, this is the first I'm hearing about it. They're like, it's in your syllabus. And you're like, uh, yeah, I Ooh. did not, uh, don't remember. They're like, okay, well, you signed this piece of paper that says you know it now, though, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then you go read it all again. You got to put it back together. Yeah, yeah. You got to write a new So, so they had their one they had their one goof. Um nearly we're all eradicated, but I'm, now they Wait, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Was that story a very personal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't do rules so good. <laughs> you didn't see that we can't have a beehive on your desk. Um <laughs> So he's like, all right, now you, you do, you know now, though. You fucking, well, we didn't know. Well, now you fucking do. And he puts a veil yeah. over his face because he's so shiny. Ignorance is three quarters of the law, as they say. Yeah, they do say that. Uh, and then uh, whatever the, so whenever Moses would go to speak to God, he would take off the veil, you know. Uh, it's yeah. like when I talk to the cops, they're like, take off your sunglasses, you know. Um, yeah. Let me see those eyes. Take off this, take off this ski mask. <laughs> Put, down the Put your hands up, you know? You got all these rules, you know? I can't tell. Yeah, so I guess he's kind of... What, is he embarrassed about how radiant he is? Is that why he I think it's... Uh, I wonder. I think it's just because there's these dirty Israelites just aren't good enough they're for his gawking. veiled... But yeah, they're just kind of staring at him. I bet he feels like uh, Harry Potter. With that, you know? he, I bet he feels like the moon. He's literally the moon. He is the moon. He's reflecting the light of the sun... Onto the people. So anyway, whenever God comes down, he takes out the veil. Whenever God leaves, he's like, put the veil back on. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, you know, I think it is because that face belongs to his God, you know, and this is why women should wear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. At all time. Nailed <laughs> it. Speaking of which, you think Moses is still getting intimate with his wife? I know he doesn't have any more. Well, he hasn't had any more kids yet, but do you think, do you think his wife uh, comes home and she's like, put the bag what is on? He, like 90. I don't know. He's, he's a old. Dude. He's gross. I don't know. Well, you, think he can, he just, you think you think he, he can went, turn a fucking uh, staff into a snake? You think he hasn't figured out Viagra? He just spent 40 days at the top of a mountain without drinking or eating. Right. I bet his penis completely shriveled off. <laughs> it just No water? Yeah, you're right. It probably he probably like scratched and he felt something fall into his pant legs and he like shook his ankle and something and he's like, "The fuck is that?" <laughs> I don't remember. Did I have a tootsie roll in my pocket? How the fuck that? They just straight up raising their way off of them. Right. Yeah, you got it. You got it. That nailed it. Um, All right. So that's that's thirty five. Uh, thirty five um, is a big bag of shit. Thirty five is verbatim. Okay. So right earlier, let's see. What well, I don't know if it's it? verbatim. It's not, but it that makes it even worse. So you look at twenty six. It's how to build the tabernacle. So twenty six. Hey, here's how you build your tabernacle. Yeah. Chapter 35, hey, we built the tabernacle. And this is how we did it's it. It's all the same bullshit. <laughs> like, and it's just... Uh. Yeah, so first off, uh, Exodus 35 starts off with more bullshit about the Sabbath. Hey, work shall be done for six days, but the seventh day shall be a holy day for you, a Sabbath, the rest yeah, of the Lord. We yeah, we've got we it. God. Are there people just fucking jumping at the bit to work on a fucking Sunday? 
I guess. Are they just fighting each other? Like, I want to work. make sure they're working all six. Yeah, I want to work. You think it is? Like, they were like, I think we should institute a four-day work week. And someone's like, I heard a, well, a Harvard study says that you get more production. And they're like, bit fucked, all right? You work six days. No, no, no. Here's, here's how you have to think about it. This isn't to make sure people are jump, chomping at the bit trying to work on Sunday. This is so you can't make your slaves work on Saturday. Uh, I thought it was just because right. you give these guys a holiday. I, it seems odd that they're like, hey, hey, Pharaoh, can we have a three-day weekend? And uh, Pharaoh was like, no, I know what you'll do if you fucking are left free. And then God's like, by the way, yeah, you also have to work. You only get one day a week off. You only get one day off. Sorry. Like, can we have three days off? What the fuck did I say? I say Sabbath. The laws of the Sabbath. I've told you four times now. Yeah, take notes. You're, you're idle. Idle, I say. <laughs> um. Do you know in Spain they have a five or six day weekend sometimes? Weekend or week? Yeah, weekend. A six day weekend. I'm surprised that their eco- economy is in shambles. I think Mexico has the. Day. No, wait. <laughs> Fuck you. That's not Spain. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, oh, I think I think siestas Spain are a very Greece, Mexican thing. I think. No, siestas are Spanish. Oh my god. No, hold on. Where are si- No. Where okay. are siestas common? Uh, siesta is historically. Oh shit! You're right. Woo! I guess Mexico got it from Spain. Well, just like they also got a lot of native genocide. From I Spain. knew I was lazy for a reason. I didn't realize it was genetic from my Spanish heritage. Yeah, the siesta is one of the most famous aspects of Spanish <clears throat> I life. I really did not know that. I only knew about the siesta from seeing a bunch of like lazy Mexicans in like cartoons when I was growing up. There were definitely those. I, I can't imagine a, a siesta without a sombrero. It just doesn't make sense. What do, what do Spanish people wear? Some uh, fascism. <laughs> <laughs> Brown coats is what I think they wear typically. The skins of the Catalonians. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, that's sad. Uh, okay, so yeah, God reiterates or Moses reiterates from through God to the Israelites that they cannot work on the Sabbath, and then he tells them how to build the tabernacle. And then they build it, it says that they build a tabernacle. So it's kind of like three. We get almost three explanations. Yeah, of so God's nonsense. like, yeah, here's all this shit I want you to build, and you guys got to do it. And then they did it. The fucking madmen. They they went and they did it. Yeah, you got to get. I'm gonna give them some credit here. Good job. Um, and then it it talks. Then we talk more about what the priests have to wear. Right? That are we talking about 36 now? I'm almost at 36, okay, but not yet. Okay. No, because we we need to talk about Bezalel and oh- Oholiab. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, they're filled with wisdom. So the, we already know about them, for one, but it reiterates that they exist. <laughs> because they repeat we themselves. reminded. And nothing, yeah. That the, yeah, they're artistic or whatever, and they're good with working with gold and silver because God gave them artist superpowers. I feel like that'd be annoying. Well, maybe not. I have no idea. I, I feel like it's like uh, when you're like the one kid that knows how to draw, and all of a sudden your parents are coming to you for everything. They're like, you guys yeah, can make yeah, everything, yeah. right? Like, well... Yeah, I, I like to draw. Like, okay, you can do my wedding invitations. Like, um, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Like, hey, I'm doing a school project. Can you do my ba- uh, backboard? Like, yeah. You've been pr- blessed by God. We're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I got, I got, I got. Just put it on the fucking. But look at this. Look at the alternative. It was that or what? Herd sheep. I don't know. It's a pretty good. Yeah, gig. it's a pretty good gig. I'd do it. Um. So then they do it. Uh. Chapter thirty six. Yada yada yada. Yeah, let's Chapter go. 36 let's, let's is Moses being roll. like, yeah, that's great. You guys are really helping out, but can you calm the sh- fuck down? God. Because everyone's just bringing in all this stuff, and they brought too much, and he's like, all right, it's too much, you know? It's really wholesome. So w- for the first time, we see something reasonable. So I w- I'm kind of expecting that they're going to be like, oh, and since they brought too much, we, like, sacrificed it to the Lord and put it in a fire pit. Mm. No, he's like, all right, hey, guys, we got enough wood. We got enough fancy uh, linens. We got enough gold. Hold on to it. It's very reasonable. Yeah, just keep on your stolen blood money. We, 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 we've we built the tent. We're all good. Whatever's left. You're all good to okay. go. Can we talk about this tent? Why? I hate this tent. I hate it. Okay. So, basically, this is exactly what all temples in the Near East, in the ancient Near East, look like. All right? The Ark of the Covenant and God actually residing in it is exactly what was happening with Baal, with Marduk, Oh, I wasn't following you. You're saying this is at the time all the other gods had, for some reason, the same fucking tent design. Tents instead of solid instead of solid temples were their like tabernacle with a physical embody with a statue that wasn't an uh, expression of their god, but literally held the god inside. 
So this was par for the course for ancient Canaan, which is fascinating. I never knew that. It does, yeah, it does seem weird that God requires a physical place to hang out. Yeah, especially since he didn't before or now. Yeah, like when God shows up to talk to Abraham right before he uh, buttfucks Sodom, he's just hanging out. He's like, hey, did you get some bread? He's like, yeah, I made all this fucking bread for you. He's like, cool, cool, cool. Thank you for that. Excellent. Uh, Can you wash my friend's feet? They're like, cool. And now it's like what we need is a giant uh, baby coffin that I'm going to chill in. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Just a fat baby coffin. Yeah. it's uh, also got some weird imagery. Uh, when we finish it, we'll talk more about what it breaks down to. But they build a they build a, a weird tent, and it honestly feels like. A, uh, so I never knew that, but to me, I kind of visualize like a. You ever go to a subdivision where all the houses are made by the same contractor? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like like who's this? That's where Marduk lives. You're like, oh yeah. It's pretty What's the difference between that and where God lives? Oh, they opted for the blue trim, and the uh, 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 the master bathroom only has a shower, no tub. Like, oh shit. What I'll make sure to do, and and we'll leave it at this, but I'll make sure to do a little bit deeper of a research. I'll have some notes about that specifically for when we do our Exodus recap so that we can kind of have some direct comparisons to, hey, here's probably where the Israelites got this, you know, this particular tradition. This weird, like, oddly enough, the one extremely specific thing that someone could point to and be like, yeah, yeah, it's 40 cubits this way and 28 cubits that way. They're like, oh, yeah, well, because I... Fucking, so I've, I'll I've make been my, in like eight of them, you know. Uh, you make your research for the. Okay, I don't want to get into the yeah inside baseball. We got it. We'll talk about it later. <clears throat> uh, but the people give more than enough, and he's like, "Cool." And then they build all the shit. They got a, <clears throat> and the Bible spends the a long time talking stuff. about. You know, again, it's it's not a good book. They coupled five curtains to one another, the other five curtains, and I almost wish I had taken the time to compare the instructions here with the instructions prior to see if there was any um, conflicts, you know, like as if they fucked it up, but I don't care enough. I, yeah, I started trying to do that as well, but it, it all looks, looks the yeah, exact same. Yeah, 50 loops of one curtain. I, I vaguely recall 50 loops and 50 clasps of gold. And and, and I don't want to say this because I know you're going to protest to okay. me, but chapter 37 is is verbatim. Uh, okay. Next stuff. Yeah, fuck it. Um, well, you know what it's like. It's like um, it's like in a video game where you're like, oh man, this mission's only like four seconds. Uh, you know, it's only about ten minutes long. Like, what if they have to run back through it? You're like, oh yeah, that'll Perfect. that'll double the length of the mission, and we don't have to do any more work. Like, yeah, just copy and paste. Good. Yeah, it'd be cool to write a Bible without redundancies. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. Short because enough. this really just no, I, you know no. what it is you just you just don't understand God the reason why he wrote it so many times is because he cared twice as much as he cared about uh, abortion or about any of the how laws to build a or, table. Yeah, how to build a table <laughs> it's really important you build this table uh, what your oxen do you know we'll we'll wing it um, oh no we were we got into a that. little bit there are seven yeah. laws but I mean not this Dude, much not an entire chapter yeah, yeah, dedicated right. to it there is far more on how to build a table than there is on the ins and outs of what happens if you rape your slave. There is more on how to build a table than what, uh, than some plagues. In fact, I think all the plagues, like, cause yeah. most of the plagues were like, maybe like one yeah. plague. Yeah. Cause we did a lot of build up for the, for the blood plague. Yeah. But even so then like, that was a couple of verses, not, uh, building a tabernacle. Building the tabernacle is eight through 38. There was no fucking plague. That was 30 fucking verses long. No. And then, and then the, the, in chapter 37, the table takes up verses 10 through 16. A solid, a solid, like, paragraph. And this is a table uh, for again. holding bread. Like, yeah, it's... it's a, yeah. Um, That's the ark table, I think, right? Yeah, so 36 that's, is them building the tabernacle, and uh, I think that's it. Um, yeah, and then 37 is straight up the ark. Which is how to make the, ark. the badass one, yeah. The ark is literally, I think, the most important part of this whole... Uh, yeah, it's where God. That's is. where all the feng shui is concentrated, because that's um, <laughs> Bezalel is specifically mentioned as making the Ark of the Covenant. Um, he makes the mercy seat of pure gold. He puts two cherubims on it. If you've seen again uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know what this thing looks like. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Um, they nailed it. Uh, he then yeah, makes a, they table make a table for some bread. Hooray! He makes a fucking lampshade, the altar of incense. Yeah. And uh, he makes a bunch of oil and incense, and everyone's happy. Great. That's fantastic. Uh, that's chapter 37. 38. Yeah. Uh, he makes an altar of burnt offering. He makes a laver, the 
hoard of the tabernacle. They love this shit. They're making all these materials. Oh my god, it just goes on and on. I mean, literally, this entire chapter is meaningless. In the fourth century, a philosopher by the name of Platonus Celestius. Okay. Platonus. Platon, Platonus. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Celestius. Uh, famously, although not famously, because it's really hard to even prove that he said this. Okay. But allegedly said, prayer without sacrifice is just words. And I think that's why this chapter is kind of important. But again, it's stuff that we've already hashed over. Um, so this is about the altar where they're going to roast up the firstborn of the lambs and stuff. The pure, spotless goats and lambs and what have you. Yeah. Again, I think it's just a manifestation of how bored they were. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, uh, it, honestly, this might have kept them from going crazy. I mean, it's probably, it was probably, it was this or like public executions. And I think they made the right call. I think they did both. <laughs> <laughs> 3,000 people at once. That's Oh, yeah. Well, wild. I mean, you can't sprint like that. You can't just have a purge. You got to drizzle it out. You know, if I were running this, I'd be like, okay, we're going to kill 3,000 of you, but we're just going to do like 10 a day until the numbers hit, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. That's every two hours we grab a guy, we cut his head off. You know, I don't want to. I want to string you along. You know, it's like an insulin pump. You don't want it all at once. I (laughs) (laughs) after reading this chapter, (laughs) (laughs) give it to me. (laughs) Inject it between my toes. Um, So then he makes the garments for the priesthood. That's chapter thirty-eight. Now let's get to thirty-nine. Uh, yep. they make some fucking that's the priestly garments, garments. you know they gotta make sure everyone's dressed well again they the exact it. same it's all filler you know this is this is bullshit uh, one thing I How thought was interesting is that um, they make a is there a crown that these guys wear I really didn't understand what they were saying he uh, uh, Exodus 39 well, I think it's a pope hat is that what a pope hat is uh, no, I, don't I think the guys, because they talk about turbans and stuff, but they made a... So I'm just going to read it out. You guys figure it out. Uh, yeah, it's a, a turban. Exodus 3930. They made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold and wrote on it an inscription like the engraving of a signet, holiness to the Lord. Whatever that means. Um, holy to the Lord. I guess it's you know, yeah. just whatever. It's, they didn't have a cross back then, so they didn't know, <laughs> they didn't know how big it was going to be. They had to use... Uh, and then they tied it. Yeah, they t- so it's a it's a little plate that says that shit, and then they tie it around the turban. And then they Ugh. were done. They finished all their shit, and, uh, and then it's inspection time. Yeah. Everyone's favorite part, right? God gets his head contractors, and they they inspect it. And the best part is that instead of saying just simply that Moses looked at it and saw that it was all good. They do a complete rundown of everything again. <laughs> yeah. They're like the cliff notes of a cliff note. Yeah, they brought the tabernacle to Moses. He checks it out. He's looking at the coverings. And he's like, oh, these badger skins. These green skins are great, you know. He checks the Ark of the Testimony. He's looking in there. Oh, is this pure gold on this lampstand? They're like, yeah, man. Fucking... You think he bit it? <laughs> <laughs> he's touching shit. He's drizzling oil over the place. He's checking it out. And he, uh, he, he, he's got an eye for details, this Moses guy. And he basically decides... Yeah, they did it right. Okay. But I wouldn't trust them. Which we which we knew because we just read that they did it the same way that it was said <laughs> yeah. to do. Aaron puts so, on his thanks. little cosplay garbs and his kids are all good. So. And Moses blessed them. Hooray. Oh, my God. Exodus 40. The tabernacle erected in a range. Um... So basically everything's done. The tabernacle's built. God's uh, second apartment is ready to go. They take the Ark of the Covenant. They put it inside the tabernacle. They put the covenant inside the Ark. God's like, mm, just okay. right. Let's be very clear about this part just so everyone can kind of picture it, right? I think that's the only kind of, All this nonsense we read, we, we didn't need to go through all that really. But this, let's just make sure that people can kind of visualize what this looks like, right? Okay. So they put the altar... And so the tabernacle is like their little tent temple place. The tabernacle being the holy part. Right. They put the altar of the burnt offering in front of the entrance. Right. So I'm guessing so everyone can see that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna. I actually have a map that they drew in my Bible. And then they put a basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it. So that's where you clean your hands. Right. You got to be clean all the time. Mm-hmm. And then they took the anointing oil. And they anoint the tabernacle, everything in it, right? We had talked about that weeks ago because that was important back then, too. Right. So what you do then is you bring all the priests, Aaron and his sons specifically, 
to the meat tent of meeting. You wash them up, right? You get your boys hot and lathered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you do. Then you dress them up in all the fancy gear we talked Father, about. Father-son shit, yeah. And then you anoint them. First daddy and then the boys, right? So you dip, you pour oil on them. You pretend that you pretend that they are a, are a small plate of an herbal seasoning mixture on your plate. <laughs> Good one, okay. At, at, at the Olive Garden. Right. You got to mix in the oil to dip your bread in it. So it's been set up, and then you take the tablets, right? So the, the good tablets, not the broken ones. Yeah, and you put the good them china inside the ark. You put them inside the ark, and then you attach poles to the ark because you can't touch it, right? We find out later. Um, it doesn't really go into that here, but later on, it's pretty. You need important. poles. You don't want to touch this thing. It's ghosts. Mm-hmm. So they bring the ark of the covenant into the tabernacle and hung a shielding curtain to shield, uh, shielded the ark of the covenant law. As the Lord had commanded, uh, Moses then placed the table in the tent of meeting and um, outside the curtain, though. And that's where the bread was, the Lord's bread. So I don't get that. Why is the bread table outside of the curtain? Why wasn't it in there with with the ark? Well, I think what it is I is that God true. obviously can leave the his ark and walk out there and grab a slice of bread every now and then, you know. Sure. But you don't want people. You know, I mean, it's like uh, it's like when I'm staying at a hotel, you know. And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously I'm wrecking the place, you know. I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah. shit all over the carpet, you know, and tearing up the mattress with a knife. Yeah, I've, no, I've stayed at a hotel. Yeah. With you, I guess. Um, uh, when the maid comes in with the fucking room service, you know, because I've ordered uh-huh. a BLT, obviously, um, or a chicken club. Uh, I don't want her to come in and see what I've been doing, so I'm like, leave it at the door, you know. Yeah, I hate it when they bring in the breakfast. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get rid of this hooker's body, you know? So leave the food at the door. I'll just open, I'll, I'll peep out, I'll do a quick 10 and 12 look, you know, check, make sure no one's out there, and I'll just, I'll just grab it like a fucking raccoon, you know, and I'll drag it in. 10 and 2. So I get it, I get it. God's in his private place, he doesn't want people, just the servants, the help, just walking in with bread, you know? So, like. Yeah, you, you said 10 and 12, it's a 10 and 2. I don't know, man, I don't drive. <laughs> Well, yeah, so basically he, he has his bread there. And then on the opposite side of the tent, um, there's the lamp stand, right? The, t- the lamps over there, which is great, I guess. So there's light over there. There's bread over there. It's homey, you know. It's, it's uh, what's the word they use? It's quaint. Cozy. It's cozy. cozy. It's cozy. It's, cozy. So it's, like an, little... it's like an Airbnb that's a cabin. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's great. He's got his little spot in the desert when they're walking around with the tent. Mm-hmm. Um, see, Moses, yeah, he sets it all up. It's all pretty. Puts the basin out there for the washy boys. Um, and then it says, here's where things get interesting again. So now they're, now this is going to be the end of Exodus, folks. Get ready. This, it ends with, not with a bang, but quite a whimper. It says, the cloud of the Lord, the glory of the Lord in cloud form, covered the tent of meeting. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacles, uh, the tabernacle, and Moses could not enter the tent of meeting because of the cloud. I guess he's afraid of clouds. Yeah. Who's not? Right. Um, and so, in their travels, whenever the cloud lifted from the tabernacle, that's when how they knew they could set out and like go to the you next. Know, pick place. up the tent and move on. Yeah. So basically, you stay away from the cloud. It's really easy. It's a pretty good system. Pretty I basic. Think. The clouds there. You stick around. Um, um, and. And it was also it was fire at night because yeah, why cloud not? during the day, fire at night. God loves that shit. Uh, and all throughout Israel, they saw that shit, and all through their journeys, there was that sweet ass tent. I can't believe and you don't. They've been exodized. Yeah, <laughs> they exodized. We're out. Um, so this marks literally the one year reunion of them bailing on Egypt. It feels so much longer than that for some reason. It really took some time. I mean, well, there was those two forty day periods where. Moses was up in the mountain, uh, just yeah, nearly chilling. three months of just chilling, just chilling in the mountain. mountain, you know. So there's some time in there. Then they got it. Plus the the sea and the party they had. Yeah, after the yeah, sea. a lot of weeks in there and shit. Um, I can't believe you don't love it. I mean, this is the whole. That's the end. The end. Ta-da! This whole thing is like God finds out, like, oh hey, you guys are not having a good time. Don't worry. It's like um, you know, it's like. It's like <laughs> it's like uh, when you've like been away at work 
and then you hear that yeah. your ex-wife is beating your fucking kid, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go in there. I'm going to take custody. I'm going to kidnap him. We're going to go to fucking California, like we always talked about, across state lines, and we're going to be a real family again. I know I've been absent from your <laughs> you whole life. by the FBI. Yeah, <laughs> I know we've been... <laughs> Uh, you know, it's like he's an absentee dad. He hasn't been there this entire, you know, Israel is almost unaware years. of his existence. He's been gone for 440 yeah. years, 430. And he just shows up, takes them from their abusive parent, and he's off in the woods, and now they're living together, you know? It's like, oh, that's that little little tear rolls down your eyes, you know? It's like the movie Dutch, you know? Except the, the reason that doesn't quite work <laughs> is because... I mean, technically, the Egyptians are also his children because he made them too. So uh, it's more like he stole his abuse, his one kid from his other abusive kid. Right? Uh, yeah. It's not like it is. It's not. Go ahead. It's not like Egyptians were like another form of god. No, they were just people that he made as well, with whims and desires and lives and, and just arbitrarily actually, didn't happen to be uh, descendants of a guy who snipped his dick once. Yeah, and also arbitrarily didn't happen to have free will at certain points because God <laughs> wanted to make drama, literally. Yeah, he likes Exodus. It. Definitely was a rough ride for me, and obviously we'll save some of this for the Exodus recap episode. But man, let's talk about this episode. Um, it sucks. I've, I, I, yeah, it I don't know why. I, why go so in depth with the building of these tab uh, tables and tents and lavers and stuff like that? I mean. I guess I, can tell I guess you. I want to come back to it, like put a little footnote in, because when this, when the Pentateuch is done, or when we get when the Old Testament is done, uh, I kind of want to know: Are they still doing the temple? Are they still doing the tabernacle? Because if they're not, then there's no point for any of this shit. If it was like something they did, then like later in the book, they're gonna be like, "Oh, by the way, we don't need to do that tent thing. God doesn't like to stay in tents anymore. He's done with it." Then I'd be like, "What? Why?" Well, it has to do with them getting conquered and the ark getting taken. I think in war. But I, I don't know. Don't quote me no on that. Obviously, shit. we'll get to it. We will get to the point that we find out what happens to it. Okay. But I will say this: the reason it's written twice, once is a long form, right? It's a little bit longer. This is still pretty damn long. But you've got the first time. Think about it. This is one of the things that they're going to refer to, like a manual, mm-hmm. for how to how to worship God. How to you know, this is important. Anytime something gets broken, we got to know how long it was. We lose the fucking tent uh, pole, we can turn to this and see. So you have to have, this is like Ikea instruction manual. Okay. They got to be able to flip back to it. And then they also have kind of the shorter version, I guess, if you want, whenever it shows how they did mm-hmm. it. I, I don't know. I don't know why there's this, why it's in there twice. But I get why it's so long. Yeah, I don't know. It's super, duper boring. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, but I think it's kind of interesting, the idea of what we think of God or what we know of God. Because at this state, one, God very much is all about the Jews, not about anyone else. He'll murder everyone. You know, he he, he does not give two shits. God shows as much deference to the Perizzites and the Ammonites and all those other people as Abraham gave to, like, uh, the Midianites and, you know, his horse kids, you know. Sure. You have your favorites, and then you have the ones where, you know, should have been wearing a condom but didn't. Now they're out there, you know? Yep. And they're to be basically cannon fodder for the narrative of the Israelites. Gotta, that's what, that's why a lot of Edomites died. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who well, were still the children of so Abraham. Red. Or Isaac. Yeah. 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 So of Abraham's son. Yeah. It's crazy. A bit of that going on. A lot of that going around. I'm ex- I'm excited that we're about to dive into another book now. All right, two books down. Wowzers. Look at us go. We are. We're great. We're great. Yeah. <laughs> we're good people. We're worthy of your adoration sure, if you're sure. listening. <laughs> Fuck Dothan, Alabama. I <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking with that. I one. hate it. Uh, I hate Dothan. But it's kind of cool. Now Israel and uh, God, they're all living together. They're a couple of goofy roommates via the Exodus, yeah. you know? Yep, and now Leviticus is where we're going to get into all the crazy stuff that people always point to in the Bible. Who's pumped for that? I am. I am. I'm so I'm gonna pumped. Re- I'm going to read all about it. I'm gonna ma- we're going to laugh. We're going to have a good time. We're going to learn, and we're going to burn. And we're going to base our lives on it to the T, I think. Yes. Yeah. Eventually, I think we're going to be flipped by the end of this whole thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, bro. We're going to start a church. All right. Well, that's been that'd a be nice, quaint, short episode. Hopefully not too <sighs> yeah, torturous. Not too 
Uh, I think that we made it pleasant as could be. <laughs> Pleasant's a strong word. Uh, I've never been pleasant my whole life. Uh, and then uh, next week we'll get into Leviticus, the third book. I'm yes, excited. but before that, if you're listening to this, then you should know that we're going to release a Exodus recap in the middle of the week between the two. Yeah, apps. we'll do a, we'll do the Wednesday as is tradition. As is tradition. Can we say it's tradition if we've only done it once so far? Uh, after we do it twice, it's tradition. Yeah, it's the uh, we already had the uh, inaugural, and now we're having the yeah. traditional. Yeah. Second, how do you do it if it's not a length of time? Second, and it's not annual. It's a uh, bookual. All right, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop while I'm well behind, and say thanks everyone for listening. If you don't already, you should follow us on Twitter at Revelations. You can email us at irrevelationspodcast at gmail Cole, what do you got for the people? Don't be a cunt. All right. You say that a lot, and yet... I love it. I love it. I was actually just thinking about that. Who do you think's the... No, no. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. Let's go back in. I was just thinking about cunt. But um, (laughs) who do you think is the funniest nation, like, by by average? Like, who do you think's people are the funniest? Like, to... Look at uh, no, but like in general, if you ever like if, if there's like a video on Reddit, like comedian, I mean, probably probably Australian. Oh, yeah, yeah. we're on the same boat, it's gotta be the Australians, right? I mean, you said you said that you said, cunts. yeah, yeah you knew we were talking about Australians. I love them. I every video I watch of the Australians, uh, I just I saw one where this uh, these guys had a bike trail and it ain't good enough for them, they're driving in the uh, so two bikers are biking in the middle of the road. And there's a perfectly fine paved bike trail on the next to it, you know. So there's a guy in the car now driving on the bike trail just to teach him a lesson, you know. And he yeah. reaches out and he's like, "Hey, what's the fucking point of paying the tax dollars for this if you're just gonna drive on there like a cut?" And uh, <laughs> and the bikers yell at him like, "Hey, mate, pull over. I want to have a chat." And he's like, "Ah, but you fuck yourselves." And I was like, "That is such a pleasant way to be a society." I just they're my people. I don't know. I just feel like I, I I don't want to. I don't want to fucking hype them too much because I'm sure they're also shitty people mixed in with them. But uh, they were really, I was, I got to hang out in Tasmania. Oh, that's true. And they were really, those the people. I feel like you nice. take the wit of a, uh, like British dry humor and wit mixed yeah. with just uh, having to survive when everything is venomous. And or I'd, the word I'd say mixed with like the American colony type. Yeah. They're colonists like us. So they're very, they're not as sophisticated. They're just, yeah. but they still just, have that. Yeah, there's something, there's just, just something aggressively uh, yeah. dry and brutal about it. I don't want to hype them too much, but I, every I, you shouldn't, because you're gonna get proven I wrong. Know. Someone's gonna be like, "Look how racist they are," which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as it's good, funny, good, good. that's my point. Thanks. You know, uh, yeah, that's sure. that's that's the problem with today's racism in America is it's not very funny. You know, if you can. Uh, oh boy! All right, good. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm glad I already said the Twitter and Gmail thing, so I can cut this so no one has to hear it. <laughs> ah, yeah, cut. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a good uh, half week. We'll see you in the middle of this one. Bye.